everybody. Welcome to Rachel. Wait, you did the that part of the episode. We forgot how to start a regular episode. Ah! <laughs> oh, you you did the. Over. I do the talking, but you do the so do the intro. All right, well, I got a lot to say. Sukui vote. Welcome to Brika Saka Mandalorian podcast. My name is Cork. My name is Marika. And I'm Brett. All right, and this. I guess is finally a regular season episode again. We are going to be talking about the Book of Boba Fett trailer that dropped the other day. So, yep. Cork, do you have anything to say? I got lots. I got lots to say. About I, I got. I got stuff to corroborate with. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to assume that most people have watched it. Yes. If you're listening to a Mandalorian <laughs> podcast, and if you haven't, pause this. Go watch it and come back. <laughs> yes. We will we'll wait. <laughs> so. It starts with like a shot of Tatooine and we see a little spidery droid thing. Which if you don't know what they are, that is a Bomar a Bomar Bomar? Bomar. Bomar. Bomar monk. A Bomar monk. They're terrifying. They are weird. So that little thing under it is mm-hmm. literally a brain. Yeah, that a human took out. They're they're a group of monks that they are trying to find. All they want is to have... Oneness with the universe? Yes, and to contemplate the mysteries of the universe. To be only inside their brain. So they get rid of all physical senses and just (laughs) become a brain. In a jar. In a jar. Because they have to move around. In their jars. In their temples, there's literally just jars upon jars. And they have these spider bots that come and pick them and move them around. And the reason they're there is because (laughs) before Jabba took the place over, that was one of the monasteries. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they still hang out around there because they're like, because Jabba was basically like, basically Jabba thought they were so gruesome and gross that he just liked looking at. Them. So he never killed them. He was just like, man, all right, you walk around, you're creepy. You could be part of the ambiance of my house. Yes, part of that. <laughs> but why it's more specifically why I want to talk about this. First of all, is we're going to thing to open this yeah. up. Yeah. This is, like, random, really only mentioned in EU stuff. Oh, also interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it is canon. technically... Now it's canon. No, 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 no. Before that, I mean, we didn't see any. No. But Ahsoka did mention them existing in the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. We didn't see any. We just mentioned that a one of these monasteries existed on one planet. Yeah. So they've been mentioned, but we've never seen them. And not all of them look like that, because that's, like, their highest level of Ahsoka. <laughs> Sent in, they're kind of just fucking monks. Okay. But there is also an extra creepy point. I, I loved reading about these because I was like, this is fucking insane. <laughs> that uh, some of them would, you know, be trying to reach this point of enlightenment where they would just become a brain in a jar. Mm-hmm. But if they did that too early, they weren't fully enlightened yet. And they were also often telepathic. Mm-hmm. And so they would just hear their brains screeching for days nonstop. Until finally they adjust. What? Yeah. <laughs> so any force users okay. or telepaths in the area, so they basically just lock these ones in a room until they figure their out. Oh, what was the Futurama had the room of screaming skulls? It's all like that in the in the Hall of Presidents' heads. But why I think they're interesting to put here? Clearly they're a fun little Easter, but I don't feel like you would put a fun little Easter egg as the first clip of your trailer. Mm, but can I remind you of the Mandalorian season two trailer, which was just a series of mixed. Yes. None no, of that I made. Agree. I I mattered at all. That. But, I was just specifically thinking that. he has history with. He has history with them because when oh, he. Okay. When he first started, because you gotta remember, he first started working as a bounty hunter for Jabba and the Empire when he was 12 years old. Which was like 30 years ago? Yeah, like right during the Clone. Okay, right. Well, because Demory Morrison's in his 60s, but Boba Fett's only supposed to be like 41 or something. Yes. We've talked about this. The planet is harsh on people. (laughs) Maybe he had it even worse. He was in the Sarlacc. (laughs) But 
then it's confusing with Ming Not Wen was like the same since she's played Mulan, but like I guess she's in her forties. No, I said she's old. Was she, she was a full ass fucking adult during the Clone Wars. Yeah. After the Clone Wars, because the oh, because the fucking bad badge. Because yeah. Bo was twelve at that time. Okay, and I guess she's like to the she's twenty like, at 20, the youngest. Twenty-one, yeah, yeah, okay. in her early twenties, I would say. Okay, but anyway, he was really. He basically the only place he lived during that time was he had a room that he rented at Jabba's palace because he was still Jabba's favorite bounty hunter even though he was a fucking child. Oh, okay. So he was living at this palace, and he would see these fucking monk spidery things, mm-hmm. and they fucking terrified him because you know he's a fucking child. Also, yeah. they are horrifying. Yeah, and like they disturb him. He'd have nightmares about him, and because he's a dick, Bip Fortuna told him that that's what would happen to him if he disobeyed Jabba. So if he betrayed <laughs> Jabba, he'd become one of them. Oh, that's kind and of fun that he, he fucking out. took over the thing, and <laughs> so they got there. to kill Bip Fortuna yeah. and take over, and the things are just there. Right. So I, I kind of like. There's a hope that, like, maybe they're going to bring some EU stuff. That's really all I think that okay, there is. That but there's, there's a fun history okay. with Boba, with them in EU, mm. and kind of a whole... I, I like it as, like, a whole little, like, see, we've really taken over now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on the lines that sound like they're spoken by Dan? I don't think that. I, 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 you, you know how I have a, you're, like... I know you think it's the because the, they show the one person talking, sorry, and you think it's the authority. If it is, they had Pedro do the lines because that is his voice. I think it really does sound. Like Pedro. It's I do, you oh, know no, 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 you no. know I have the ear for voices. I'm not that saying it doesn't sound like Pedro. Yeah, I'm they could like, be fucking with us. That's what fucking, I mean. Yeah, is I think that they're fucking with okay. us. I think they're fucking with us both. I don't think that that voice is coming from the Atharian, and I also don't think that that voice is Pedro. I think that's another- You don't think it's Din. I don't think it's Din. Why would they have Pedro play somebody else? That would just be getting real confusing. (laughs) I think they're just doing a modulated voice. They decided to fuck with the pitch, try to get us in on here. I can see that. That's what I think that, they're doing. That's fair. I feel like you, you kept the advo- the casual Mandalorian fan, they feel a line, and it's like, oh, it's it's spoken by the Mandalorian, and then they're going to watch the show about both. I mean, they were always going to watch the show about both. Right, also, though, I don't <laughs> think that's really necessary. But, though, I will say, a big part of what's going on on Tumblr right now with the trailer is, is that dead? Do you think it's dead? Same that with is- the same with the fantasy the the fantasy flight Facebook group is also questioning that. Which yeah, is the, and, and I mean yeah. I just like the Star Wars tabletop group. <laughs> but it definitely, even if it would be Pedro, it's definitely not Pedro's din voice, mm. not at all, because he does his gruffer, lower voice. Yeah, that doesn't sound like. Fine, so. if we're the Mandalor, if we're the Mandalore now. And we're just taking our helmet off normally. But it's still modulated. It's still over a speaker. That was a modulated. Yeah, but what if it's a hologram with Din from the Palace on Mandalore? It could be. I'm not saying... I had not thought of any of this until right now. I'm just trying to justify why... Yeah, what we don't see on screen is Din in in hologram, but he's got on the best number one dad mug, and he's like visiting Grogu at (laughs) at Jedi camp. Yeah, that's why he just has a gruff. He's really excited. It's it's in with dads at the Jedi temple. (laughs) He's wearing his fucking socks with sandals and his khaki. <laughs> he's at the grill. <laughs> and he's just grilling a full intact frog and just flipping those. He's just cooking it with the dark saber because he doesn't exactly know what it's for yet. <laughs> he's just holding it close to a dead frog. <laughs> Mugaton's like lounging at a picnic table, just rolling her eyes, like, God, why do you get to rule everything? <laughs> and they, I mean, like we said, I think it's this is pretty similar, it's gonna be pretty similar to the Man trailer where they're misdirecting yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, with pretty much everything. But I will say, just the idea of getting more of Tatooine, there's certain stuff on Tatooine that they're not going to be able to avoid. No. Like, I mean, they showed some of the Twi'lek culture, which seemed, if you looked at it, it looked like a pretty sketchy club. And the way that they were dressed, it seemed like it was some kind of strip club or dancing club. Yeah. Yeah. 
And which is interesting to like get an idea of like them doing shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and then we also had we there was a shot of the Tuscan, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited for. I uh, want so more Tuscans. The, the uh Trandoshans, like is that is that that, well, the whole meeting. Yeah, but like, is that Bosk's family? Right. You acted like I didn't say that. No, but I also did. I, I did. Did I not say it to you too? You thought it was Bosk. I said that's not Bosk. Bosk is more yellow. Oh, I'm so sorry. And Bosk would never dress like that because Bosk hates his rich family and he wants to go be a little fucking rebel. Not an actual rebel. You know, he just wants to be on his hounds too to rip people's throat out in his cool little jumpsuit. So he's a rich kid trying to find himself on his yes, spiritual that, journey. Yes, that is exactly what Bosk is. As long as it involves ripping up people's throat with Bosk his teeth. is the rich kid who like slums it for two weeks and then goes back to his... No, he slummed it for a while. Mm-hmm. He slummed it for a while. Mm-hmm. So um, but yes, yeah, so we have that whole thing of the different alien captains that they're talking to in yeah. the throne room, it looks like. So also, it looks like they threw like a little party for them. Yep. This <laughs> is Crimson Dawn and Boba Fett edition. Oh, I mean, we're basically doing an underworld. Yeah, yeah I do like that. It seems like it's going to be focusing mostly on like underworld. Yeah. Stuff. Crime. Crime. Which, Crime. Um, yeah, like you said, I think it could be, I mean, God, I don't know how many times Bosca's family has been in this and out of this, but his dad was Kradosk, I think is what his name was. Kradov, Kradov, something like that. Anyway, he at the time was like the head of a main part of the bounty hunters. Yeah. And Bosk was a working bounty hunter, but then Trandoshans, their whole thing is that they're kind of like Sith. You kill your parents. <laughs> you kill the people. But not really you kill your parents. It's about the glory of the hunt because their and religion. Yeah, their religion yeah. is literally like you worship the great hunter in the sky. Mm. And they and there's like scorecards and stuff. I would love Bosk to be in it, and oh, I wow. I would honestly say that I think Bosk is gonna be in it. But is Dengar gonna be in it? Okay, you're getting too much. I'm talking about the the. the... Yeah. <laughs> because first of all, we have Bosk and more recent stuff. Bosk, Bosk is in more of the Boba Fett episodes than anyone else um, of Clone Wars. Yeah. You were doing a shadow. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I think, like, I think that whole fight scene with the helmet falling in the coins, I think that's going to be a very small point of some random Ooh. episode because they made it look too serious. Also, I, I, I did like the reflectors for blasters, the blaster reflecting shields. Yes, yes, yeah, they were kind of like the Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 that yeah, I said in Clone Wars that I thought it would be like, yeah, that it might not be, it would be like hard to CGI, but yeah, I guess they did it. Yeah, yeah. Another thing is that that they gave him back his melanin and his eyebrows. Yeah, (laughs) that is most exciting to me. I I feel like there may be because people did say he looks too white Mm -hmm. in the you know, yeah, and that the show lead is um Robert Rodriguez. So the show lead is also a person of color. Oh, okay. Yeah, the showrunner. I mean, yeah, Robert Rodriguez is being the showrunner and most of the direct. But then there is also a Bryce Dallas Howard episode. I know. Um, I think maybe there's also a John Favreau or Dave Filoni one. Mm. Oh, I did also see. I don't know if this is real or not. Wait. Again, rumors. What? Go. Okay. I I was just before we get into. I know it's not like a crazy theory, quick, but also like I I like the. I think Mignon was not in the trailer that much, but I like the amount of how Fennec's always just kind of standing there, and I like that she doesn't really have a lot of lines. She's always just kind of standing there, being like, mm, I don't know how good of an idea this is, but I'm gonna go along with it, Boba. So yeah, I'm so fucking. I'm as excited. I mean, I don't think anyone is as excited as McNaughton is about McNaughton being in the show, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost that excited. So yes, then the thing you could have discovered while going to IMDb quick. Oh, yes. So I don't even know if 
still possible. Mm -hmm. But recently I was, as more stuff, especially as more casting for different shows have been coming out, I've just been kind of routinely looking through IMDb. And if you just look through IMDb's cast for any of these Star Wars shows, it tells you the obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, like Rosario Dawson, I guess now Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You know, you know. I think the only ones on the book of Boba Fett were Ming Na Wing and Kamari um, Marsh. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Well, no, the main cast just said that, oh. and I said, you know what? Let me check something else. So that was when I checked all cast and crew and found the stunt team. And so as I was going through the stunt team, most of them just said, you know, stunt actor or stunt double for Tamaria or stunt double for Ming Na Wing, and that was all of them except for one, which was a blonde woman, and it said stunt double. One episode, Sophie Thatcher. But Sophie Thatcher was not capitalized. And Tamari Morrison and Ming-Na Wang were capitalized. Mm -hmm. Which, well, the main thing I think of that is because I think that that may have been a typo that slipped through by accident because it wasn't capitalized. Mm -hmm. So when someone typed in, oh, we got to make sure this person isn't in here, yeah. that this isn't in here, it didn't come up for something. Yeah. And also, there were rumors back before, like right when Book of Ophet started, that Sophie Thatcher was going to be in some kind of Mandalorian. Do you want to explain who Sophie Thatcher is? Yes. If you don't know who Sophie Thatcher is, she is an actress who's, I, I think she's 22, but she basically was the the Grogu of Prospect. Yes. Go back to January, our Pedro movie month. The first one we did was Prospect, which was a low budget sci-fi movie where Pedro was basically playing a bisexual space dad to Sophie Thatcher. I'm mm -hmm. Another bisexual space. <laughs> yes. So I think that's fucking interesting to come out of absolutely nowhere with that. Yeah. And to be an actress that like someone connected to the show already knows and has worked. Yes. And also there were rumors of her being involved in the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So you could see that that could that could complete it just up. could make closer to Pedro. Right. Or maybe just that you know maybe just that some Star Wars thing people assume would be the Mandalorian. She's already worked with Pedro before. Like yeah. Right. Maybe she was talking to someone like Rob for Rodriguez and Dave Filoni, and they said, oh, it must be for the Mandalorian and it was actually you know yeah. and it was actually for Book of Boba Fett so I don't know if that's going to be true because I think it's going to have something to do with the actual main plot of the show I want to first say that the whole thing with him going saying like the voiceover lines of Boba where he says like you know you you they say I'm a bounty hunter or something and he's like Jabba ruled with like fear I plan to rule with respect I think that's interesting because someone pointed this out on Tumblr I think where they were basically saying like why did Boba wait until he had his armor to go to Jabba's palace. It clearly wasn't hard for them. Finnick yeah. and Boba were able to clear right through there. And, I mean, Bib Fortuna, did, it seemed like it was definitely that part of the mm -hmm. empire was on the decline. Some people are saying that they think, as always is with Boba, it is this whole idea of wanting to redeem Django's uh, okay. thing. Because he wears Django's, it's exact, it's I mean, it's colored well. different, but I did, he spray painted it. it's Django's <laughs> armor. Yeah. Right, I'm a bit onto my father. Yes. yes. <laughs> Look at the chain code. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm just a simple man making my way in the galaxy mm -hmm. like my father before me. Yeah. Tatooine. Tatooine. I've been following Tatooine. So I think that's kind of going to be what this is going to be about. I mean, that's Star Wars. You assume it's going to be about family because it's fucking always about family. Mm -hmm. And there's like a one quote that is actually from like a random book, which I'll mention at Fort Heron book. Ah, of course, Karen the Turk. It's just like, why, why good sometimes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a horrible person. Why good? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why not always horrible? Um, and it's talking about adoption and stuff. Mm -hmm. And 
it's basically says it, it, this is takes place 15 years after um mm-hmm. Which book is this? this is boba fett a practical man it's actually a short story i don't know what book it was on the end of it's honestly pretty good it has the gay boys the gay mm-hmm. mando but it takes place in like 35 bby mm-hmm. uh, aby sorry aby aby <laughs> not two years before boba was born <laughs> and it basically the quote is if only fett had truly been part of the mandalorian community bevan thought someone would have adopted him so that he always had a family whether he needed one or not. But nobody had raised the issue with They probably never would. He wasn't a family man, and there was still no room for anyone in his life except Django's goat. I feel like that is gonna be... I mean, that's that's, that's Boba's character. Yeah. I think this is still going with that. And I think we're gonna breach the ideal of a possible family shit going on, mm-hmm. and him just concerned about Django's legacy. Yes. Because that's always what he... So I think that Sophie could be... I mean, in Legends, Boba has a child. Mm-hmm. Boba has a grandchild. I mean, not a, this technically, not an adult one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there, there's so much. There could be a possibility of. I know I said this to you guys. Of I think there could be a possibility of her. I think she could look enough like Omega to be someone I would cast as a teenager or an adult Omega. Yes. And I think it could be possible that instead of saying everything that Omega technically, instead of having twice as long or like half as long of a lifespan, has twice as long. Mm-hmm. because they were trying to figure out a way to make Palpatine immortal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I think that she's going to have something to do possibly with Boba's family. Or at least at some point, someone is going. Yeah. I think that that makes the most sense of someone I can pull out of my random fucking ass mm-hmm. of that. Or she's just going to be some random fucking person. Yeah. But I do think it's strange that her stunt double is just in it already on there. Yeah. If she's even there. And there could be a possibility that... Yeah, she's but it actually. seems so fucking weird. Is Does that need to show up? Yes, yeah. Like, just, I, I don't know. Of all the blonde 20-year-old actresses, right? it's the one who has worked with Pedro before. And the one who was rumored to do stuff. Yeah. And the fact that the name was put in there at all. I'm yeah. not just basing this off of a look of... Yes, yeah. I would also love for some, like I said, I think this is going to be about a weird not wanting to join family or something with family because of Star Wars. I would love to bring some clones into it. Yeah. So this does take place right at the same time as The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, technically... Technically it takes place right after season two, right? We don't really know. They said it's going to be the next chapter in The Mandalorian story. I'm assuming it. I'm assuming they went straight from, like, but he did, he did, he did grow eyebrows. <laughs> or Phoenix no. is drawing eyebrows on him. <laughs> I like the Phoenix going <laughs> Um No, uh, he, well, but Phoenix is there, and I feel like Phoenix is not looking, well, that, that, that's just, <laughs> Phoenix isn't looking any different. It's 1998, it's, it's 35 ABY, who the fuck knows? Um, but, like, I feel like it, it seems like Finnick went straight from, you know, rescuing yes. Grover to have him instantly be stolen by Luke Skywalker to going to Tatooine to help him take over Jabba's battle. Yeah, I mean, I do agree that it does still seem early in this empire they're building because yeah. they are trying to figure out conversations with the captains and stuff like, well, if you said that to Jabba, you know, like, I feel like they're still, yeah. it's still yeah. early enough that they can still say those stuff and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. I don't think it's going to be that long after. I do think there is season three. I don't know why. I just got a feeling. I feel like I can see with season three of The Mandalorian technically starting timeline-wise after the first season of Boba Fett ends. So however long this season is going to take 
that's when we then we join the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I could even see a time jump in between those. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I feel like it's not going to be like we're definitely not going to start. It's not like we're going to go backwards in time. And from like where Book of Boba Fett is, I feel like the mm-hmm. earliest it could be is wherever Book of Boba Fett ends. I agree. I don't think we're gonna. Like, I don't think we're gonna start on the cruiser. We're not gonna start with them still crying. Yeah, we're not, yeah, no. yeah. I don't think you. Know, I don't think that's. Yeah. 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 I think I don't know, but I'm re- I'm so fucking excited I'm for really this. Excited. I'm so funny, fucking excited to kind of just focus on one little area. Oh my god, I'm so excited to be back to a normal fucking show and a show yeah. with people in it that I like. With the in with uh, with the whole idea of family, I want some clones. Rex technically should still. I mean, he was on Endor. That was only like five days. Five days ago. That was only like five years ago. Rex could still be here. And I know. As much as I dislike Book about Book of I dislike bad, bad movies. I would like if we were to do an adult Omega or to bring Omega into it. Because it would be fun if she was an adult and then we don't have to deal with her being an obnoxious child. Agreed. Yeah, and we also have this whole idea. Well, I mean, she'd probably be about in her mid thirties, course. Yes, and I'm fine. She I would be older than, she'd be older than yeah, unless they did that whole. I don't know. I could be pulling that trick in my ass, so don't. I mean, or they could just say fuck ages because it's Star Wars and they like to do. Yeah, Bo-Katan's a hundred. That's immortal. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows how old? Who knows how old Fennec is supposed to be? Like. Yeah, she could have been 40 of the uh, bad She could have been the same she wasn't bad bad. <laughs> yes. like, it, that, like, that's what I mean. Like, she could be anywhere from... She could be anywhere from 20 to however old she actually is, which is like 61 or something. Like, no, she's 57. 57. Tamara Morrison's 61. She could be anywhere from her 20s to her late How 50s. How sexy of both of them. I love it. I, I, that is another thing that I kind of really like of this show, of usually you do not have shows, especially for this one, you really think about it, of shows that are led by two older non-white people. Yeah, like, this is yeah. absurd. Why not just a woman? We're letting a woman over 50 who isn't Jillian Anderson on TV? Like, what the fuck? Like, that that's... Yeah, two people of color. Two older 55. 55. Yeah. And the showrunner is also a person of color. It's on Yeah. 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 It's fucking yeah. so sexy. That, that is kind of crazy, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and, and still everyone wants to fuck them. Yes! Yes, <laughs> everyone always wants to fuck these people. The other one I mentioned was Jillian Anderson. True. And the other one would be fucking Rebecca from Ted Lasso, so, like, come on! Oh, I was talking about Fari Wars. No, I said both of them. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking just about Mignon Wynn and Jillian Anderson. Yes, I agree. I want to Oh, no, no. I meant Tamora Morris and Jillian Anderson, Mignon Wynn, Rebecca from Ted Lasso. (laughs) Also, can we talk about the fact that instead of having, like, a holdout boot knife, Finnick has a in-her-gunstock knife. Did you see that? Yes. I said, yes, I'm obsessed with this. I want more of that. I saw one thing of, like, not trying to be a lesbian. And it was, like, a picture of her. And it was like, but oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. I'm so gay. I love her. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is literally what I've been since the moment she was introduced. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It yeah. needs to be December 29th right now. I know. Yeah. All right. So, what? Lord. <laughs> I guess if you have anything you'd like to say about how much you would like to fuck Tamari Morrison or make not win, oh, uh, we have Big Shot Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Big Shot Podcast at gmail.com if you stumbled along our weird Boba, Boba Fett bonus episode about that. Um, without knowing how to spell the name of our podcast, Big Shot. B R I I K A S A K. All right, so we will see all of you next time. It's Boba Fett! <laughs> Um, because I'm a nut, I'm gonna go pee before I talk about possible people I think she could be. (laughs) Okay.
<laughs> you like killing it? 